0: Well, hello, guys, and thanks for tuning in to the Bible Explained podcast. And you know what? This week was the start of Advent. So if you guys haven't gotten a chance to see my new Advent devotional for teen girls, make sure you go check it out. Link in bio. But because it is Advent season, you will now hear Christmas music on the podcast. <laughs> So I hope you like the new Christmas music I picked out. I did not record this one. This was something that I purchased online, but I really liked it. I like the uh, uh, angels we have heard on high rendition. So I just thought it was really cute. But anyway, (laughs) that's the music you're going to be hearing for the podcast intro. Starting today, basically, and ending after Christmas. And I know some people hate Christmas music, (laughs) probably already sick of it, even though it just started maybe like a week or two ago. But I know people that are just like, oh, I hate Christmas music so much. So I'm sorry, you'll have to deal with Christmas music on the uh, Bible Explained podcast. That's uh my gift to you for the next month but okay let's go ahead and read deuteronomy 5 verses let's see here 12 all the way down to the end of the chapter verse 33 so grab the version of the bible you prefer i'll be reading out of the w-e-b as per usual but make sure to grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea also and let's go ahead and read deuteronomy 5 verses 12 through 33. just to give a little recap here basically we're talking Once again, about the Ten Commandments, we just discussed on Monday the first three commandments, which were regarding God and how we should revere God and revere his name, not have any other gods. So if you want to hear that episode, obviously go back to Monday and take a listen to that one. But now we're going to talk about the rest of the Ten Commandments, the next seven ones, which mainly are dealing with how we treat other people. So yes, let's go ahead and read this. Once again, that is Deuteronomy 5 verses 12 through the end of the chapter. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as Yahweh your God commanded you. You shall labor for six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh your God, in which you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant nor your female servant nor your ox nor your donkey nor any of your livestock nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, And Yahweh your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, Yahweh your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as Yahweh your God commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor." You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, neither shall you desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his male servant, or his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Yahweh spoke these words to all your assembly on the mountain, out of the middle of the fire, out of the cloud, and of the thick darkness with a great voice. He added no more. He wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. When you heard the voice out of the middle of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, you came near to me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, behold, Yahweh, our God, has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice out of the middle of the fire. We have seen today that God does speak with man and he lives. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear Yahweh our God's voice any more, then we shall die. For who is there out of all of flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the middle of the fire as we have and lived? Go near and hear all that Yahweh our God shall say and tell us all that Yahweh our God tells you, and we will hear it and do it. Yahweh heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me, and Yahweh said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They have well said all that they have spoken. Oh, that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them and their children forever. Go tell them, return to your tents. But as for you, stand here by me, and I will tell you all the commandments and the statutes and the ordinances which you shall teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess." You shall observe and do, therefore, as Yahweh your God commanded you. You shall not turn away to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which Yahweh your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. This part makes me feel kind of sad a little bit because of the end result. Because God was speaking directly to the entire nation of Israel when he gave them the 10 commandments, like they heard his voice directly. And they were so scared that they were like, no more. We don't want to hear God's voice at all anymore. And that's where we see here in verses 23, all the way to the end, verse 30, 33, where the people basically go talk to Moses and they're like, okay, we get it. Like God's glory is great, but we don't want to hear his voice anymore. Like that's basically what it's chalked up to is what the people say. They're just like, yeah, we get that God can speak to us, but we can't hear it. And like, this is sort of where I have, I guess, struggle with it because it would be so cool and so glorious to hear God's voice. But at the same time, I do in a way sympathize with the people because I've never heard God's voice, and I can't imagine how terrifying it would be. And honestly, I might have the exact same response, so I can't really say. But yet Moses did not have that same response. He truly longed for God's glory. He truly longed to hear God's voice. And I think even Aaron did. Moses' brother also kind of did at times. So I do wonder why why Moses was so different. Like Moses just had a different heart, heart in him where he, he truly just longed to hear God's voice, but yet the people in their fear and recognition of how little they were compared to God were unable to hear his voice. And yeah, I mean, even after God directly speaks to them. And I think Moses almost, uh, He's mentioned this a handful of times because don't forget, I mean, Deuteronomy, I've said this to you guys a thousand times. Deuteronomy is Moses speaking directly to the people, the history of everything that went on and just retelling the law to them in his own words. So already Moses has mentioned this uh, issue a few times where the people couldn't hear God's voice. But anyway, let's talk about these last few commandments here from verses 12 all the way through 20. Once again, this is a retelling of the Ten Commandments. We went through the first three on Monday's episode, but now we're going to talk about the ones relating to other people. And I also should mention here that Jesus actually summed up the Ten Commandments with the two new commandments. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, right? And then he also said, and love your neighbor as Yourself. And those were the two commandments. And both those commandments perfectly summed up the Ten Commandments, which is really, really interesting. So, yeah, I mean, Jesus basically told everybody, you and me, to follow the Ten Commandments, but just summed them up very well into two commandments love God and love others. So, right here, verse 12, it talks about observing the Sabbath day and keeping it holy. So, in other words, one day out of the week is holy. Holy means set apart. Holy means different. So, the Sabbath day was supposed to be different. It was supposed to be set apart. So, that was the day where people took a break. It was a holy day of rest, where God commands his people to focus on not just rest, but also on him on the Sabbath day. He says, take a rest. And he says, do this so that your son, your daughter, your male and your female servants, your animals can all have a break. So it wasn't just important for, you know, one individual. It was important for the entire family. We know that uh, sons and daughters obviously are part of the family. And then but male and female servants at this time period, we, we had discussed this before. Servants were also supposed to be in a sense, part of the family, not to mention work animals. Everything needs rest. Everything just needs a break and needs time off. And that was the point of the Sabbath day. So God tells the people to do a Sabbath day of rest where they focus on him. There's a supposed to be like a holy convocation on that day. In other words, a time of uh, fellowship between other people, almost like a church service. And that's why to this day, we still go to church on Sundays, even though technically Sunday is not the uh, Sabbath day. Back in these days, it would have technically been a Saturday. But yeah, that's the fourth commandment. Take care of yourselves and take care of your families by taking a day off. It's a commandment. And so then after this, honor your father and your mother. So show honor and respect to your parents, because those are the parents that God gave you, even though your parents might not be good parents, potentially, it's still important to respect them as your parents. That doesn't mean we can't have boundaries with our parents. That doesn't mean that uh, we can't tell our parents no or anything crazy like that. That just means we should show respect to our parents by not uh, cursing them. That's in scriptures. We're not supposed to curse our parents. And also by, you know, praying for them and respecting them as just our parents that God gave us. And this is the first commandment with a promise. That's actually, <laughs> it's true. And it's also a Bible verse later on in, uh, I think in, in Ephesians, this is a first commandment with a promise that your days will be long and extended. So in other words, this particular commandment has weight behind it to the point where God gave people a promise. If you honor your father and your mother, your days will be extended and long and it will go well with you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. So it is important to honor your parents. Even if they drive you nuts sometimes, it's still important to honor them and respect them as the parents God gave you. And then after this, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. These are kind of simplistic, more simplistic uh, commandments that we kind of just understand on a natural level that we shouldn't murder innocent people. And we also should not commit adultery against, uh, you know, our husbands or wives. We should not steal because God gives each person exactly what he gives them. So stealing, obviously, is taking something that does not belong to you because God gave it to a different person. Then after this, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. In other words, you shouldn't lie about somebody. And God actually says that false witnesses in court should be put to death because the false witness in the court could actually potentially put somebody to death. So if a witness goes forward and he he or she is a false witness that person should be put to death is actually what God says then after this you shall not covet your neighbor's neighbor's wife you shall not desire your neighbor's house his field or his male servant his female servant his ox donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbors so we shouldn't have covetous hearts even though we're not necessarily stealing from that neighbor or committing adultery right with that neighbor's wife or husband we sh- still should not even put those thoughts in our minds that we want something that another person has because that thing was not given to us by God. And this could mean anything. This could mean a position. This could mean careers. This could really mean anything because that's what God says. He says, anything that is your neighbor. So we shouldn't covet at all. And that's something that I do really struggle with. I was, I am a very covetous person. Sometimes I can be very Uh, comparison-y. Like, I like to look at what other people have and compare myself to what that person has. And I think that uh, this particular commandment is the one that gets broken, I think, the most because of social media and (laughs) just the amount of things we're allowed to see that other people have. I think that as a whole, this might be the one that's broken quite often. But anyway, uh, moving forward, Yahweh spoke all these words to the assembly on the mountain out of the middle of the fire. So he specifically and directly spoke to his people. And then he wrote them on two stone tablets. He wrote all these commandments down and gave them to Moses. But when the people heard God's voice out of the middle of the darkness, is what it says, they were horrified. So they come forward to Moses, a bunch of these elders, and they're like, We get it. You know, God does speak with man. He does speak to them and they don't die. However, we are going to die if we continue to hear God's voice, which is somewhat illogical considering the fact that they hadn't died yet. But like I said earlier, maybe they just recognized how small they were in comparison to God and were just horrified of that. So they tell Moses, they're like, Moses, you go near to God and you listen to his voice and you do all that so that we can hear you and everything that God spoke to you. We don't want to hear God's voice is basically what they say. So Yahweh obviously heard the elders come forward to Moses and say that. And he says, I've heard the voice of the words of the people, which they have spoken to you. They have said well, all that they have spoken. And I don't know if that was God commending them or not. I kind of feel like, it's not because of what he says next oh that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me it's almost like god is sad in a sense when when uh, he hears the people not wanting to hear his voice oh that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always that it might be well with them and their children forever like i don't know why that just that sounds almost like god is expressing An amount of sadness over the fact that the people don't want to hear his voice. That's me inserting my own opinion into that. I don't know. Maybe God is commending them for not uh, (laughs) for like fearing him in a sense. And he's just saying, like, I hope that they continue to fear me in the future. Maybe he's saying that. I don't know. But to me, this this sounds almost like God Is expressing an amount of sadness. But like I said, that's my own opinion. So then, afterward, he tells Moses to tell them, Return to your tents. And then he says, But as for you, Moses, stand here by me and I'm gonna tell you everything. (laughs) And that's basically when all the laws end up happening. God tells Moses, pretty much everything that the people were supposed to know. We know that a lot of that happened back in the book of Exodus where Moses stayed on top of the mountain and listened to God's voice, listened to everything that God told him to do. That was when he gave Moses the plans for building the temple for him and just various things like that. And maybe God was even recognizing that when Moses stayed there on the mountain that the people were going to completely rebel against God and start worshiping a a man-made image, which is even more ironic because the people had just heard God's voice and the first commandment given to them, don't have any other gods before me and don't make any graven images. And yet 40 days after that happens, they forget God's voice. They forget what had happened and they make a graven image against God and start worshiping that thing. So then in verse 32, Moses concludes this chapter by saying, you shall observe and do all that Yahweh your God has commanded you. You shall not turn away to the right hand or to the left. So in other words, focus on God and focus on what God tells you to do. Don't turn away in either direction. Focus on what God says. And this is even a warning to us that we shouldn't be following just whatever teaching comes our way. We need to test it. With the scriptures, we need to, you know, read the scriptures and make sure that those teachings align with what God has already given us, because the Bible is what God has given us. And we're not supposed to turn away from that teaching that God has given us to listen to something else. We need to test everything with the scriptures that God has given us. And this is a warning that Moses gives the people back then and now just We have God's word, and that is what we are supposed to be following. Well, faithful listeners, I hope you enjoyed the Christmas music and also the uh, episode content today. And if you did, please share it on your platforms. Tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. And even if you go onto the podcast platform itself and, you know, rate the podcast, that helps other people find it as well. The more ratings and reviews that it has, As odd as this sounds, it's a weird way to evangelize to people because that helps the podcast get found by more people the more reviews it has. So rate the podcast and review it. But friends and faithful listeners, don't forget that I'm giving away two free chapters of my book Out of the Mire when you subscribe to the website p40ministries.com. But guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and that you enjoy the Advent season and all the wonderful uh, Christmas lights. I remember when I was a kid, my family would take me, um, it was like a yearly tradition, my family would take me to go see all the Christmas lights because that was something that was really popular back where I lived. And so, yeah, we'd go see those. And I really enjoyed that. So contact me and tell me if you guys like to do that. Tell me where you live. Tell me your name and tell me how you found the podcast. And just um, I love hearing from you guys. So you can contact me. You'll find my information in the bio of the podcast episode. Friends and faithful listeners, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning for an episode out of Luke. But have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless.